give me a goddamn hell yeah. It's Force of Philip on the track, and we got a special treat today. Featuring on the track with me is my man, me the captain. Me the captain, what it do? So you see, we've been getting done dirty by right of flame as of late, so we figured it's time we done did it dirty back. Let's go. When we light up the stage, it's right of flame you be casting. We were dumb and naive to think the worst that could happen was a couple sloppy goblins bombarding the red zone like hard. And after we guzzled the dozen donuts, cardiac problem. How's a diet dog ritual gonna help you cash in? If Jeepers taught us one thing, this ain't Weight Watchers the Gathering. Fully flavored, fully loaded, sauce it up, get messy. Slather up the graveyard, make it sweet, stick it zesty. Gluttony the game, right of flame, plays for keeps. Watsy be on fire with their band hammer streak. Adding right of flame to the pyre is nonsense, but this is right of fire design. So banning good conscience, cast one, double love, hat trick, flexing quad, single mana, ceiling songs, like my angels, bless the top. Right of flame's dominant regardless of meta. The way culture wars the GOP's agenda. It don't apologize for not paying taxes. It doubles down and repeals the ban alliance in practice. Always lucky, never punished. That's what stone pilots do. Mile high club is screwing you too. With right of flame is blasphemous. The game shouldn't be environmentally hazardous. The carpet of flowers already fill in the holes, except not if the islands are plains or mountains, plateaus. Unless they're dyslexic This ain't 2012, it's 2021 and it's hectic Every card's got 10 yards of text like the scripture Right of flame taints the game's image, big picture While we quarantine in the midst of pandemic It's tough to send pizza or post signs at your entrance You could be our heroes by boosting morale Band right of flame like wishing for a card in exile. Oh no. Oh, don't oh, don't do that actually, because you'll get GQ. But you could stop global warming and save these fucking dolphins if you just ban right of flame. Ban right of flame, save the dolphins. Hashtag ban right of flame. Hashtag save the dolphins. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Blackman. Phil, how's it going, man? Dude, it's going well. I didn't realize how much we were going to disagree. Yeah, I mean, well, so yeah, of course. we. Uh, every year, we like to go through the uh, band list for Legacy, and also while we're doing that, we look at the restricted list for Vintage, just because they often pair up interestingly, and we decide, uh, do we need to make some changes? And uh, I think Phil and I have come to a consensus that we both think that a lot of different changes need to be made in between the two of us. Yeah, I was surprised when we put the list, when you put the list together, rifling through it, there are some obvious ones, but then there's stuff where I, you know, there's some stuff where I'm surprised that you're not as gung-ho one way or the other as I am. I'm surprised to see you on the opposite side of some of these. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? I think some of my opinions have changed since last year too, uh, when when we did this. So I, I, I think that uh, the the year has changed me a bit. Uh, 
obviously playing a different deck now. So maybe that has some influence on it too. I think, uh, so So the way we, we I generally split this up, and I'm going to share the link uh, below so people can get a look at that, um, is that you get the uh, list for Legacy, everything that's, ban- that's banned in Legacy. Then the next list is the Vintage Restricted List. So you can kind of get a crossover. And then uh, the next list is Stuff that is both banned uh, in Legacy and restricted in Vintage. And then just the stuff that's on the Legacy ban list. I think really the best way for us to do this is we're not going to go through every one of these because that would be like, that, that'd be like four episodes. Um, but I think the the changes that we, we'd like to make are, are the things that are interesting to talk about. And the first card on this list going down the uh, restricted and banned list uh, is you think that maybe it's okay that Imperial Seal gets unbanned. Explain yeah. yourself. So so, so here's the way we did this. We either were a hard no, a hard yes, or a maybe let's talk about it. So yeah. for Imperial Seal, Zach is a hard no. Yeah. And I am, I am a, a solid maybe here that we're going to discuss. Now, Imperial Seal, for those who don't know, it's a single black mana or a sorcery speed vampiric tutor. That's what it is. It's a sorcery speed vampiric tutor. My my thoughts on it are, how much better is Imperial Seal than what decks right now would want an Imperial Seal? I, I'm sure someone could figure that out. In Legacy, <laughs> the only one that I can really think that would want it is Doomsday, okay. right? Because any of the other decks that would, like any other combo deck that would want Imperial Seal, maybe you could argue that Storm would want it, but because Storm doesn't have a uh, Mystical Tutor to search up something like Ad Nauseum, but it still puts it to the top of their deck, so they would need a way to draw a card. But right now, the only deck that plays anything remotely similar to Imperial Seal is Doomsday, and they play Personal Tutor. Yeah. But how much better is Imperial Seal than Personal Tutor? Like, I get that you can go Dark Ritual and use Black Mana for it. In terms of what Doomsday could find, or what uh, Imperial Seal could find you in Doomsday that Personal Tutor can't, if you want, Personal Tutor can find you Destruction. In, in terms of a discard spell, it can find you your win con in Doomsday. What is Imperial Seal offering you that Personal Tutor wouldn't, other than maybe if you wanted to find a land or a mana source? But it's also not blue, and it's important that, you're, that you, you maintain your blue count, right? You're an eight-force deck in your 75. Yeah. It seems to me that like Imperial Seal doesn't have enough of an offering at sorcery speed comparatively to what Personal Tutor already offers, Four decks that were would be interested in the effect, and it's one of those cards that let's let's take the hypothetical stance that Watsi would be willing to be amicable to trying out unbans to see how they play, and if they yeah, affect I mean, things, that, then they. I would, think you know, all of this comes with the caveat of of they'd have to actually give a crap about the format enough that they're going to pay attention, and if things get out of control, they can reban some stuff. Right? Let's say they would be willing to play some amount of ball here in trying yeah. some stuff out. I think Imperial Seal could come off, and while it would maybe find some home somewhere, I don't think it would do anything that is. I, I don't think it would do anything that's more broken than anything that we already have available. I think the tools we already have available are pretty similar, and Imperial Seal uh, not being on the reserve list, right? Or is it on the reserve list? It is not. On, it just got reprinted. It's not, it just got reprinted, double, right? Yeah. Double Masters so, two. So that's also not a problem. Like finance, financially, it wouldn't be a problem to reprint in terms of the secondary market. You could definitely reprint it again if it became more popular. So I think Imperial, I think the argument for Imperial Seal is that it's not offering anything that we don't already have legal and legacy. So it doesn't make sense for it to be on the ban list. Okay. I will, I will change my position to maybe on this uh, as well, because I just don't care enough that I think that, that, that this would ruin the format. Really what I'm looking for right now is some amount of uh change 
to the format. So I think I think if, if more people start playing Doomsday because they've got access to Imperial Seal, great. That's fine. Like if anything, I think the only deck that legitimately gains a new tool to maybe switch up their build would be Storm because they can search for a nauseum, right? But any other any other deck, like it, even if Show and Tell wanted to be just harder on Show and Tell, they could also just play Personal Tutor. Or if they, yeah. you know, they have they have the other like I think Vampiric Tutor and uh, Mystical Tutor, which we we were both hard nose on those. Those being instant speed makes a difference, right? Like that's that's that that might as well be a tutor in that you can play it during your opponent's end step, and that's totally different. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to the next card, uh, which you voted yes. We should unban. Library of Alexandria. I think Library of Alexandria is way too slow. I don't format. disagree with you, and I think that this is a good time to to like kind of state the rules that we uh, abide by when we do this. And one is that we don't take into consideration uh, the reserve list or financial situations for for these unbannings. It's strictly about their the ability to play in the game. So assuming that that's not a factor, you know, Library of Alexandria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the idea of, th this is not considering, like, all of the aspects of whether or not something would make sense to unban, like, financial purposes. Yeah. If the card is legal in the format, regardless of its price, we're going to talk about whether or not it should be legal. And Library of Alexandria, I think, in this format is just way too slow. People are taking the I, initiative I on turn one. Yeah. They're putting they're putting Delvers or DRCs into play on turn one. If, if you're going to put a colorless land and expose yourself to Wasteland, that maybe we'll draw you a card, but then like set you back. Like the deck building constrictions inherent with Library of Alexandria also needing to be at seven cards. Having to have seven cards yeah. in your hand is a very difficult drawback. The second, like let's say you're on the play. If your opening land isn't Library of Alexandria, you're, you're, you are unlikely to library that entire yeah. game until you play a card advantage spell that, pu that puts you up plus one card. I think I think an uh, uh, interesting part of this because I, I I do agree with you here. I I voted no initially because I just looked at uh you know an obvious vintage card and moved and moved on. Is that does this card even need to be restricted in vintage? No, I think it's just been one of those things <laughs> like, that's been forgotten about for a while. Yeah. I think both formats are just so 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 much faster. We have we have a lot of that years. actually in this is like cards people kind of forgot about that like the power level just isn't there anymore. Both formats in my mind are, are just way way too fast. That library is just a thing of the, of the past and maybe would be like a fun brew around for the people who have access to it. When somebody's like, "Oh no, you can't have li like library like the secondary market is too expensive." I'm like, "Tabernacles legal in our format." Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, even even um, beyond that, like it, it I don't think it would even change the price of that card that much if it was legal in legacy because I just honestly No, because I don't think it would be competitively viable. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't um, be competitively viable. It would be a it would be a card you can brew around, and it would be fun. Maybe maybe there it opens up some new shells, but none of them would be tier one because it inherently requires you to be slow. Yeah. You can't you can't like spew your hand unless you're like wheeling. If you're doing like days undoing type nonsense, even but in if, that case, even if you, your turn like if your opponent's turn one is Delver and your turn one after that, like say you're on the draw, so you have you get to use the the library the turn it comes into play is library. Like it just how are you even those, keeping up? those those decks inherently are designed to beat you with a bunch of cards still left in your hand anyway that's the yeah, whole point the whole point of those decks is that they beat you before you can use all of your cards in time we're just not playing magic like we were in 1993 you know like it's i just, think that's that's the big difference every card these days draws a card every yeah. card is or if it doesn't it does some kind of very valuable effect that's likely worth more than a card the idea that you're gonna you're gonna use a land slot towards a colorless land that is very conditional. It just doesn't make sense. Like there's there's no world that I can think of where library has a meaningful impact on the competitive scene. 
and I don't see why it's on the ban list. I think this is, right. this is the this is the one where I'm I'm more of a slam dunk on this one than any of the other ones in terms of like what could come off. Okay. Um. All right. Well, uh, next up is a maybe for both of us, and that's Mind's Desire. And I think let me take the helm on this one. The maybe is because do we care? Like I think that this card is fine. But do I care if my opponent like flips over the top 15 cards of his deck or hits me for uh, 20 to the face with a Tendrils of Agony? I don't. Given the way that this card is set up, I don't know if it's all that much functionally different from Galvanic Relay and probably just not as good. Yeah, I agree. And I, I honestly don't think there's a lot more to say about my desire, but beyond Yeah, that. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I put a maybe on it because I'm not a Storm aficionado, so like the the areas where like, you know, maybe there is some kind of combination of cards that makes it so it's way more busted than the other stuff, but like well, getting, it being blue, to, I get that it costs stuff it for free, for, but it costs six. Get, getting to use it to increase your storm count. Cause like, you're going to cast this, you'll hit, let's, let's say you do it for like five, right? You're going to hit three more cards and you might be able to get back in there with your storm count. But like, do you really, does like either player want to win or lose but based on like whoops luck happened i i, I, I think no yeah. is the answer for the most part well, but I, I, yeah i don't know if like that that part i just i just don't know if it affect if, if it actually creates any additional line for combo paradise lost is actually an interesting case where it opens up a different line even though it's still a graveyard line it opens up a different line for storm because the way that pass and flames is able to use dark ritual and cabal ritual Pair of Dice is a deterministic kill that can rebuy your LEDs and Lotus Petals. It, it opens up a different aspect that the deck didn't have access to before, which is a, a type of Yogg Will that can pick up the artifacts. I think we both voted no on Yogg Will. We, we both voted <laughs> vote. Yeah, that one's pretty obvious, right? That one's, yeah. that one's just like, that one's like, so No, nah, I think we'll pass on Yogg Will. We'll, we'll pass on the Yogg Will. Yeah, Yogg Will okay. is too busted. But yeah, uh, I, I, I th- like I'm a maybe on Mind's Desire because I don't know all the aspects that Storm players would use it, but I can't think of like I'm yeah. really a yes on it because I don't know. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's better than the cards we have access to now. All right. Shout out. First off, uh, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the video. That's a big thing. Shout out to our Patreon supporters, especially the ones who are at our Necropotence tier, which is our next our our next card, Necropotence. I said yes. Get the yes. fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I said yes. Get out give, of here. Give those pox players what they what they need. What are what you they talking want. about? Give those pox players. You're saying you're giving people a three mana draw 19? Yeah, come just on. Draw, just you how, about, how about three mana? Three you mana cowards. grizzle brand. Have at it. Have at your three mana grizzle brand. Dark ritual. Three mana grizzle brand. What are you gonna do with the three mana grizzle brand? How are you Put gonna get three mana grizzle brand to play? Dude, what do you dude? It's three mana reload. Just draw 13. Sure, but like you've got a way to what turn. do you mean? Sure, the game's over. If you if if I go turn one necro. Draw my deck, go. You're dead. You're just dead. I disagree. You're dead. That's yeah, that's nonsense. I think there's just, I think that zero, this card's fine. There are plenty of ways to get rid of it. You know, zero every deck people packing pack prismatic zero actual zero people watching or listening to this are on your side unless they're trolling. Zero I, earnest. I love honest it. I think people. that this card, this is a card that should never have been banned from the format. Get out um, of here. Let's go to the next card. Time vault. What are you talking about? No way. What? Come no on. Way. Yes to Time Vault. Why? Because what Tinker doesn't exist in this format. One, if you have to build your deck... You want to unrestrict that, Time Vault. Yeah. You just, you just want you want to, you want to have four no, Time don't care. Vault I don't in an Urza Saga format. It. I want to unban it. I want to unban it from Legacy. I don't want to unrestrict it from Vintage. You want to unrestrict... So you want, you want four Time Vaults in Legacy sure. in an Urza Saga format. Uh-huh. Okay, so all we have to do... So the entire game plan is I need to find my one four of 
And Urza Saga will give me my other tutor piece for free. And I combo and take him in a turn. That's what you want to do? Unbelievable. Look, we're already seeing the most ridiculous decks in the format. Why not Why not throw this into? That's that's my thing. That's crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Just right. actual nonsense. Uh, now now we're on to Windfall, which you, you said maybe minus. Yeah, I'm I'm a maybe on it because I feel like it's less powerful than any of the other effects that we currently have. I don't know what decks would play it. But the thing is, is that it does something that's extremely asymmetrical. And I feel like it would just level up. It would the level Narset up decks. the... the yeah. uh, no, not the Narset decks. I think it would level up the like eight Bauble decks. Oh, okay. Like the way that you play the way that you play this is turn one. You, you you can generate three mana off of your soul lands and mox opals lotus petals or whatever but you just you just spew your hand, your hand affinity out, style yeah. and then windfall and then just reload while you're like you offset it by playing free stuff right yeah so, like, i mean we saw me do that against you uh and in that side event where like my turn one i had one card in my hand at the end of my this turn. guy this guy he he, <laughs> he talks about wanting to unban time vault and then comes at me over over him getting turn two turn three kappa cannon here in yep. game three. Unbelievable. All right, let's go to... So that's all the cards that are restricted in Vintage slash banned in Legacy. Let's talk about... This is the real meat of so, the podcast, so let, this part right let, here. Let me just say that on, on the Windfall thing, I'm a maybe on it, but I lean yeah. no. I lean yeah. no because of the... Fair. It's a maybe. Yeah, you said maybe minus. So now let's move on to the real meat of the podcast, and that is cards that are just banned in Legacy. So this includes... I'm just going to real quick run down all the cards that we're going to talk about here, but we're not going to talk about all of these cards. So Arkham's Astrolabe, Bizarre Baghdad, Deathrite Shaman, uh, Dreadhorde Arcanist, Earthcraft, Fastbond, Frantic Search, Goblin Recruiter, Hermit Druid, Loris of the Dream Den, Mana Drain, Ma Mind Twist, Misha's Workshop, Oath of Druids, Oko, Thief of Crowns, Ragavan, Nimble Pil Pilfer, Sensei's Divining Top, Shaharazad, Skullclamp, Survival of Fittest, Underworld Breach, Renin Six, Yogmoth's Bargain, and Zerda the Dawnbringer. Is Yogmoth's Bargain not restricted in Vintage? Huh. I'm pretty sure it might be. It might not be. I don't know. Apparently, Either it's, way, not. It's, not, Apparently it's, it's not. It's weird. too slow. Huh. Crazy. That's crazy. It's too slow. What are you? How are you putting it in? I mean, I just, I'm just surprised. Anyhow, Tinker for Bolus is Citadel, my guy. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess, like you're, you know, you're, you're doing Academy Rector to get that out, right? Anyhow, Tinker for Bolus is Citadel. Let's talk about the the first card on this list that we have a disagreement with. It is your maybe Deathrite Shaman. I want to, I want to just start off this conversation by saying that we both said no to Arkham Astrolabe, but you're saying maybe Deathrite Shaman. Explain yourself, Bill. Uh, Arkham's Astrolabe uh, inherently makes you resilient, like in incentivizes you to be resilient to Wasteland without any offset of cost. It just it just asks you to play Runs a specific basics. kind of basic, which yeah. doesn't matter. But then the fact that you're the, the whole point of playing basics is that you're not going to have access to your colors the way that having to lean into more colors would require you to do, right? Like the whole, yeah. if I want to play four colors, the four color decks right now, they don't play any basics, right? That's the trade-off. They, they get access to all the colors, but they don't get to play the basics. That's how the mana pie works. Yep. That's the, that is the, 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 the trade that you make in Arkham's Astrolabe just circumvents that entirely. It's, it is an unhealthy card. The fact that you can be insul insulated against wasteland and just have rainbow lands for the entirety of the game. And it just replaces itself. It's, if you think about how many one mana cantrips that are permanents that exist in the format, it's like none. It's a low number. I mean, there are it's, specifically it's, it's, none it's now zero. because they banned Astrolabe. But like, we're not talking about Astrolabe. We're talking about Deathrite Shaman. Anyway, yeah. So Ar Arkham's Astrolabe is, is is beyond the pale. Yeah. Deathrite Shaman, Deathrite Shaman is one of those experiments where it's one of those things where it was, it homogenized the format and was obscene when it existed. But I don't think that the format is where it was when it got banned. I actually think the biggest upgrade that, that Deathrite Shaman would offer is 
uh, to elves because they have Allosaurus Shepherd and then just could replace their mana dorks with Deathrite Shaman and yeah. gives them another axis. But like in terms of like where how Deathrite Shaman uh, made it so that all of the other decks, uh, like it homogenized all of the other decks. I mean, it will likely find its way. People will just get greedy and, and add it into their decks. Like the, the blue red Delver decks will just adopt underground seas in a trop and uh, uh, and start playing death right again for sure yeah, that's but exactly what I, they did but at the same time i don't know if given that given the speed of the format now and a lot of the things that are powerful about the format i don't know if death right shaman is an addition to or a check on a lot of those things essentially i think that death right shaman was a, an absolute banger all-star when it existed in the legacy that it existed in when young pyromancer was one of the best things you could be doing but we are well beyond that economy like that 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 time has come and gone and we are in the fastest the fastest version of legacy that i can remember and i don't know if death right shaman a would fit into any of those things without making without overhauling a lot of a lot of the deck building that decks are doing or just decks would eschew it because they have they would have better things to be doing right now yeah you know? i think i think for me the the interesting part here is like in the darkest timeline where the entire time uh, Deathrite Shaman has been in the format and uh, it was never banned, would people still be playing it now? It, the, uh, given the power level of other one drops that they've printed, I mean, I think that like there are there is some space, right? Like Elves is still playing some number of Llanowar Elves style creatures that mm -hmm. would just get upgraded. But Blue Red Delver and Blue Red Delver, when um, Deathrite Shaman was banned, didn't have EI. Right. And it's possible that they move into it now because it, it like Deathrite Shaman does do something where let's say you go Deathrite on one, it enables you to go EI on two and hit your land drop. Right. Yeah. There is a powerful sequence there. But at the same time, it's also opening you up to more colors. So there is a world where if you're playing against an opponent who cuts you, if you have a Vulk and a, an Underground Sea on the table, if they cut your Underground Sea, your your Deathrite Shamans are going to be stranded, right? There, there is well, that that is that is in that and that unless you have two Deathrite Shamans in play, unless you have Deathrite Shamans in play, but yeah. it, it it is it's also one of those types of creatures where I, I mean I feel like we talked about this on the last cast, but I think that Deathrite Shaman would be an interesting test in the current climate. I'm not saying that it shouldn't still be banned. Like, it, it, I'm a maybe on it because I think that it, it definitely could still be just way too good. If right? they tested it out for two weeks, I'd be fine. But they won't do that. You know, they're not no, going to no, like no, see, no, what, we, see how we, things look the, for like the whole two weeks premise of this conversation. The yeah. whole premise of this conversation is that they would be willing to test stuff out. Yeah. I think that like Deathrite Shaman is one of those cards that would be interesting to test out, get a sufficient amount of data on, and then decide whether or not it was a safe unban or reban it. It's one of those cards that I think is worth taking the chance on okay because it is at a power level that i think is on par with the rest of legacy without doing anything too egregiously broken compared to other things we have access to now and i think that it was looking at it in the context that we're in now versus the context that when it was banned i think we're way more powerful now like yeah. i think the, the format is way more powered out now than i, I agree with that i agree with that assessment i do i do i want to live in a world where death right shaman is like the thing that i have to deal with again though per, I, I personally no. the thing is is that like if you have all of the tools that you need in order to fight all of the other top decks right now you're they're already in your deck oh yeah no you know? i'm not saying like i think that I have to worry about death right, especially because I'm playing eight cast. Like I don't have to worry about death right shaman. It doesn't even bo it bothers me in zero ways. Um, but also, like th there is something to be said too. If like death right shaman also would slow the format down, like the theoretically it slows the format down. Let's say you're playing blue red delver, right? What are you cutting, right? 
you're, you're, you have your suite of spells that you're probably not touching because that's been the shell forever. The real thing that you'd be d discussing is whether or not you're switching your threat base. And Delver, it's, the card Delver itself has made its way in and out of decks as like that the might more be the weakest card, honestly. Have come in. Like yeah. Ragavan came in, pushed out Delver, and the deck was just Ragav was just uh, a, a, a pre-con of Modern Horizons 2, right? It was just yeah. a ported modern deck. Then Ragavan got axed, and then Delver slotted back in because it was the next powerful thing to be doing at one. Yeah. If Deathrite comes on band, my my instinct is that Delvers would get cut for death rights. And if Delvers get cut for death rights, then the format slows down because instead of having another wild yeah. Nakato in the air, you have another in mana intensive creature that yes it does a whole bunch of things it gives you a whole bunch of new angles different attacks like it can win outside of combat it has a bunch of advantages the disadvantage now though is that back when death right shaman was around delver decks were already in three colors like there was no non-three color deck outside of like the the swiss spear prowess version of blue red delver but like Otherwise, it was always Grixis or Rug or whatever. There was it was always three colors. It never left three colors. So they didn't have to make any concessions. Now, the deck is so clean at just blue-red because it has all the tools that it needs that to adopt this would be inherently saying, I'm going to make my mana base weaker. But like, are, are you going to cut more wastelands? Are you going to remove Mystic Sanctuary? Speaking of, does Mystic Sanctuary and Uro and uh, Murktide all get weaker because they're now checked by Deathrite Shaman? Do people have to change their numbers because Deathrite Shaman exists? Or do people have to like change what, like, the, but the thing is that Deathrite Shaman still loses to all of the kind of removal that you're already playing. Like the decks that want to beat up on creatures are already playing the creature removal. And I don't think any deck outside of Elves, which is just going to swap a creature, or Delver, which is just going to swap a creature, is suddenly going to be playing like more creatures. And so you need to play more removal. And if yeah. anything, I would say that like your removal, like in, in my mind, in the world we live in right now, source to plowshares is more important to me than force of will. I ooh, I don't know. I guess I guess yeah, since there's not as many uh not as many combo decks running running rampant, I, I think you might be right there. But like, let's I, let's move I, on I, from Death I feel Rite naked Shaman, without swords, but I feel fine without force. That's yeah. the world we're in. And I yeah. think Death Rite Shaman, Death Rite Shaman could be an interesting case. And that and, and, and my argument is the same for uh, Dreadhorde, which is yeah, I was about to say Dreadhorde Arcanist. Uh, almost the exact. Uh, I, I feel the exact same way about Dreadhorde Arcanist. So, uh, whereas I voted no on Deathrite Shaman, I voted maybe as as did you on Dreadhorde Arcanist for all those same reasons. Because yeah, it might actually slow the format down some, and I don't mind so much a snowballing effect as I mind like the first two turns of the game decides if you're going to win or lose or not. The other thing um, too is that like Dreadhorde Arcanist potentially does the more powerful thing, and it is it is snowbally in a way, but. Let's say Deathrite Shaman and Dreadhorde were, were were legal at the same time. Can you even play Dreadhorde Arcanist if Deathrite Shaman is legal? Well, maybe you can because yeah, maybe the power level that, is there. That's that the if question: you is like, do they, you know, how how much of that is is an issue, right? And then Let's you have say, so many decks. Also, you have to think about how Dreadhorde Arcanist was being played in in a meta that didn't have as many people playing Chalice of the Void. Now, Chalice of the Void is at its like all time highest play rate. So I think that Dreadhorde Arcanist really suffers from that because like, okay, yeah, you countered my bolt, I'll untap, attack with Dreadhorde Arcanist. Oh, you'll counter my bolt again. You know, like it just, it's not as good now as it was then. I think that the a lot of the, like, there are a bunch of cards on here that it's interesting because they are just at the mercy of the fact that days exists and yeah. therefore 
a bunch of these cards are uh, are on the chopping block for the sins of Days Wasteland, right? Like, sure, yeah. That that shell has caused more of these cards to get banned than most. And like Dreadheart, you could all you could argue that it's also the, the cantrip suite, right? Like being able to yeah. attack and go up card or be able to bolt bolt. The one thing that Delver about these cards that Delver has banned or that has gotten banned, the shell, is that they only existed by themselves before they got banned. So like Death Rite yeah. existed, got banned. Dreadheart Arcanus comes yeah. in by itself, gets banned. These these threats, these Delver-based threats or Delver-focused threats, are really only adopted by by Delver to to their peak potential. They only they didn't exist against each other. They never had to compete against each other. Like yeah. the only the only threat in Delver that has ever had to compete with other threats is when Delver got power creeps. Yeah, and Delver would just, Delver would get removed <laughs> to play the power creep. That the power creep would get banned, and then Delver would slot back in. Like that's yeah. the only move that has ever happened across Delver's history before the next threat came in was printed and just adopted. So they they, they kept print they kept printing, getting banned, and then the next would come in, and that was the cycle. But we've never had them all together. And then what wins out? Is there is there a metagame between like are, are there different Delver decks that are trying to get greedier that are trying to play bigger that like is 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 there is there more shells is there more to be had with the Delver uh, shell being wasteland cantrips and uh, and uh, days is there more to that shell than what we've seen for ten years when you have access to threats that ask you different things as opposed to here's an incredibly efficient threat that'll kill you fast I mean yeah I agree <laughs> let's let's move on to uh, to Earthcraft, like I, what what I'm saying is is before before I go on to Earthcraft is like all of these things literally die for the sins that are that are the the Delver secret shell, right? Like so, it kind of just comes down to when when and if they'll ever decide that that's not what they want Legacy to be. Say that one more time. So all these things have di- like all of these cards have died because Delver as a shell exists. So right. if they ever decide that like they don't want Legacy to be Delver is is the like deck that like defines the format then maybe then maybe stuff like this won't happen yeah i mean i think that like that that was the, that's the whole argument of the 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 threats are interchangeable but the other the rest of the shell is not yeah. like there's no replacement for wasteland there's no replacement for days there's plenty of replacements for threats you know all of the threats are good and they're only going to get better whereas there's not any they're, they're never going to print another free spell like days that's going to overhaul the format Actually, I shouldn't say that on. Yeah, get out of here. I'm uh, gonna. I want. I want to uh, take that and just put it over the top in a in a YouTube short of whatever the next free card is they print in Modern Horizons three or whatever. Yeah, that's just that's just a free counter. <laughs> that is the like, dumbest thing I've ever heard on camera. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's one of those things. Though, days. Uh, let me rephrase. Days in Wasteland are the parts of the shell that have remained intact since the deck's inception. Yeah. All of the threats have rotated at some point or been yeah. banned. Right. Yeah. And the threats have varied. The threats have been planeswalkers. They've been creatures. They've been like, it, it, it's been different things. All right. Well, let's talk about Earthcraft. You said maybe. I said yes. Um, I, think I can't think things... of yeah, any, any reason why this card is still banned aside from like people don't want to have like lose to sacred uh, Mesa, you know? No, <laughs> like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm on the side of maybe in that I don't like, think. Oh, it's, it's going to be I, good I, in I, elves. I, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just another card that like you could put in elves that would be good if. Elves didn't lose to like the stuff that it already loses to. Let me tell you, dude, Elves is the perfectly situated deck. It just gets the most insanely busted shit. Natural Order, uh, Gaia's Glimpse. Cradle, Allosaurus Shepherd. Speaking like, of Glimpse of Nature, uh, 
I, I did the drawings this week, and uh, we have uh, Dragon Lord Ojitai going to one of our Patreon supporters and uh, a glimpse of nature going to one of the commenters. So don't forget to comment down below. There's plenty of stuff to disagree with here, so you should be commenting. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I I think that like the, the elves elves is just situated in that it's it's rarely the best deck, and when yeah. it is the best deck, it's not hated because it's rare that it's the best. Yeah, deck, you, right? you, because... you play you know you'll play maybe in in a nine round tournament you'll play this like one time out of twenty rounds. You know, I I, I what I'm saying is that elves is always very good and it's extremely powerful. Because it has, it literally has Talarian Academy yeah. and Tinker. You know, you would in think the deck. you would think more people would play it because that card is so ban resilient. Like nothing on this list has been banned from else. Like but, yeah, that is a well, that is know, a Death, good Death, financial Shaman, choice Death, you, for you, a deck. You can argue that Deathright Shaman is is also there. Like it, it did insane things it, for That's elves. not why it's there. They were like, no, oh, no, no. Mono Deathright Shaman was there, just but, destroying us. I guess we got to get rid of this mono green deck. The fact that Deathrite Shaman was an elf is also fucking nonsense. But let, <laughs> let, let's say, like, look at look at what el- look at the tools effectively that elves has. It has Allosaurus Shepherd, which is pro- in, in my mind has to be one of the best one drops ever printed. Like, I get that it has like it's, it's, the, it's the singular home. It is unbelievable. That card is egregiously unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Like, yes, it is. It is like it is one of those cards where I. It's read a card it that like and, someone built, and they were like, "Well, I want a card that does all the things that this deck doesn't currently do." I just to want to this do that. day, to this day, I read Alasor Shepherd's text and cannot, cannot fathom how a group of designers print it. I can't. It, it had to makes, be one guy so who played elves, right? Like I it was can, just there, one guy who played elves. I, I it is it is one of the most mind-boggling, egregious cards I have ever read in terms of design. I'm surprised it's not legendary. It, it is I can I I I I am aghast thinking about Allosaur Shepherd and all of the shit that it does for for a single green mana. It is yep. unbelievable. Anyway, Wild. getting getting away from my 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 visceral hatred for at a design standpoint of Allosaur Shepherd. <laughs> Um, the, 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 so it has Allosaur Shepherd. It has literal Talarian Academy in Gaia's Cradle. Not yep. literal, but you know what I mean. It has Tinker Figured. in Natural Order. It has Better Than Ancestral Recall with Glimpse of Nature. It it has all of these tools that are just uh, functional reprints of the most powerful cards ever made. Yep. And nobody is ever looking at any of them as banworthy because they are the singular because home they're green. for those cards. <laughs> no, it's, there's no other deck that's a natural order deck other than like a natural order like Nixon. focused deck that's like tier x yeah and then and then gaia's cradle is like maybe a one of in maverick that's it yep. it has no other homes really alasaur shepherd same thing like maybe it's it's in it's a green sun zenith target for other green decks that want encounter ability but otherwise the 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 over the overrun ability is only for elves like it is specifically just pre-conned for their deck so like no other deck really uses it glimpse of nature is kind of required to only be in elves other than like shit like cheerios nobody else no other deck can utilize the insane tools that elves gets to play with but because they're elves everybody's like ah it's cool whatever they're elves they're elves it's not all, all those cards are egregious yeah. and so like i can't imagine earthcraft doing anything other than souping up a deck that doesn't need the help or creating a new combo deck that like who gives a shit? Like, is it worth that? That's one of the things. Like, 
I, when I when I look at this, I, I'm like maybe I put maybe because I don't think Earthcraft needs to be on the ban list in terms of power level reasons. But it's yeah. similar to when we get down to Mind Twist. D- does it do is it anything more fun? that is, is that desirable? Yeah. Is, it, is, is that even, worth is, is even... That even thing we want to do? Of course. What are we? What are we? Like I think there 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 is arguably something to be gained by having giving Deathrite Shaman and Dreadhorde Arcanist a shot in the current environment. Like yeah. I think that there there's there's maybe. Maybe we have a new format with new tools and they fit along with how power crept the format has gotten recently and they open up new space and it creates some amount of diversity that's actually interesting. And the whole reason that Deathrite Shaman was banned where it homogenized the format, maybe in the world now where all of the decks are so disparate in terms of the things that they're trying to do, that actually incentivizes more diversity and that's healthy. Who's to say that's that would happen? I don't know. But could it happen? Possibly, which is why I think it's worth the shot. Whereas stuff like Earthcraft, I'm just like, it, what is it going to do? Yeah, it's going to do cares? nothing interesting. And if it does anything interesting, it's just going to be like another World Gorge or combo deck. And it's like, is that worth the effort? Man, I, I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, um, no. But, uh, so with that said, let's move on to Frantic Search, uh, which you said maybe to. I said maybe because a three mana spell is still a lot. And a combo deck playing a three mana spell. I mean, this was only this is, ever This really... is just for, uh, uh, what, Solidarity, right? It was only ever in High Tide. And good luck trying to, as a combo player, trying to establish four lands in play in this format. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you if you made it to four land drops. If you have removal list turn four with your four islands. In in, in your fucking (laughs) removal list deck where Delver can goldfish you on turn three. Initiative. They'll already have gone through the initiative, the the, the dungeon, the the undercity by the time you've even remotely gotten close to trying to combo off. Yeah. And also like they're all, they're full of hate pieces to begin with. I mean, I I think that frantic search, like how does that, how does, how does high tide even beat like a chalice on one? I I see frantic search as one of those things where maybe (laughs) it's too powerful. Maybe you can turbo, like maybe there's a world where you can turbo frantic search combo. And it's just really powerful. If you can, do some kind of mana doubling, but like it's one of those things where I said maybe because like I don't see it. If it's if it's true, if it is still too powerful, fucking prove it. Now I know that Loris of the Dream Den is the only card that is banned in uh in vintage. It's not banned anymore. It's not. They they unbanned it. They they yeah. changed something, they changed the rule so it wouldn't be banned. But I do think that uh the the next card on the list, Goblin Recruiter, should be banned in vintage. No one should be allowed to cast Goblin Recruiter in any format ever. Stop you it. You don't want to stack your deck, bro? Stack your deck. Stop it. It's taking two too mana, long. Two mana stack your deck, bro. Having said that, let's move on to Hermit Druid. I said yes, because I'm ignorant of why you would even want to do this aside from casting it with like Tainted Pact or something like that. Uh, this goes back to what I was saying about uh, Earthcraft. It's like, if this exists, it does exactly one thing. And is that one thing even interesting? No. No. Nah, I, I mean, I'll agree with you on, on to that end. So let's go back to, uh, let, let's, so I just mentioned Lords of the Dream Den. Our next card. You say no. I say yes, but, but with one caveat, it loses companion. That's a whole different thing, though. Yeah, I know. But that's my only caveat. It can come back if we remove companion as a uh, text from all magic cards that have companion. I don't want I don't want to see 80 card Urion decks. I you know, like I, I just want to see all companions go away. And if that's the case, you can have Loris Dream Den back. I would be interested if they just did an exact functional reprint of Loris without companion on it. Totally fine. And see yeah. if that and, and to see if that was actually competitively viable. I think at a th- at three mana, that is an effect that is still powerful and would be interesting to to- toy around with because I think three mana for that effect is a lot, but it's still very powerful. Like with with baubles and with re- being able to recur your stuff from your graveyard every turn. And then yeah. literally because it's any permanent card, like it is ex- I mean 
other than Lance, it is extremely powerful. So I think that it would be interesting if they just reprinted a version of the companions without the companion mechanic so that it actually required you to take a draw step off of them. But the fact that it's another legend that you can protect with Caracas and vice versa, it's like if you play it and spend three mana to like rebuy a bobble, but then they Caracas it, you're trading tempo for cards. Like that's an interesting trade off in certain uh, in, in a lot of gameplay. I, I think the card itself is interesting. The, com- the companion mechanic is not. So I'm a hard no on Luris. But I would love to see them just do a functional reprint without companion. Loris of the Awake Den. <laughs> yeah, Alurus, Alurus of the Nightmare Den. Yeah. Um, all right. This is the only card that we agreed, yes, this should be unbanned. Mana drain. Yeah, what the fuck are you gonna cast off of the, the card? Yeah, of I, I I think I mean I, I think that it would be interesting to watch somebody counter my uh thought monitor and like get seven mana and just see what they what they do with that. There's the only shell, the only person in the world still playing counterspell is me as you. a one of it's you. And even and even if I did, even if I did what cast you get, a hard drain, cast where am I putting it? Yeah, where am I putting that mana? Where everything is colored. Stroke of genius. Mana drain being on the ban list is a joke. Yeah, I agree. I think we can we can move on from there and talk about mind twist. We know why you don't want to see mind twist on here. We uh I my my thing is is uh sure, like it's not that powerful. It doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Like you can unban this card and it's it like if someone triple dark ritual uh mind twists me, cool. That's something I haven't seen in a while, like not since I played old school, you know? Wow, something I haven't seen in so long, and I'm so eager to get mind twisted. I'm just so <laughs> I'm not eager. saying please mind twist. I'm twisting. so I'm so I'm excited. saying I would love to cast misdirection get, in, I, my, in this format. <laughs> my my insides just get all tingly. At the I would thought. I would definitely pointing, pack a misdirection somebody, in, in somebody my Somebody just spending their whole turn mind twisting me so that neither of us have a hand and we're just top decking and it's just so much fun for all of us involved. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Oath of Druids. I said yes. You said no. Why no, Phil? Why no on, on, on Oath of Druids? My yes was because it's innocuous, and I don't think it's that big of a deal versus something like show and tell and the fact that you have to sort of build your deck around it. But why Why do you say no? I think the effect for it is just too efficient. It, it's, a, it's another thing that exacerbates the die roll. Yeah, like, I agree with you. I, 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 I'm very fearful of, or, or hesitant on cards that are just so, that that egregiously exacerbate the die roll in meaningful ways. The, the other cards, the other cards, the way that they exacerbate the die roll is when they're backed by days. In which case, that's a days flaw, not the, not the, sure, the card's yeah. flaw. So it's like, when you play a Death Rite Shaman on one, it's just a mana dork. Right, it's a mana dork that has long game implications, but it's a mana dork. If you play a dreadhorde arcanist, it's a dark confidant. It's better. Obviously, it's better on the play, as is everything is better on the play. There's no card that's better on the draw outside of Library of Alexandria. All of the other cards are always going to be better on the play. So being better on the play isn't really an argument. But exacerbating the play is is something where it's like they're better on the play. They're not necessarily game ending on the play. Where it's okay. like Oath of Druids, if you just open up land, if you, if you go land, pedal, Oath of Druids, go. You can no longer play creatures. You have to assume that, yeah, the creatures is a bad choice if you... <laughs> you just can't. Yeah. If you have a creature in your hand on the draw and they go turn one oath, which is not difficult because it's a two-mana spell, you can no longer cast creatures until you remove the oath. And then while they're sitting around, they're going to play, you know, uh, Orchard or whatever and then give you the creature and then do it anyway. There, there, there isn't... That, I mean, it is a vintage deck for a reason. Uh, and then it's and then it's also one of those things where it's like if you go turn one... Let's say you go on the draw, you go turn one creature, pass. I go turn one land pedal oath go you now have one turn to remove it yeah right i don't think that the i don't think the world the the, the format needs another reanimator that doesn't that's, need the great that is that is fair like cheating a creatures into play i get that that's not the most uh 
fun thing to watch uh as far as as far as the format is concerned i just don't think that it's any more powerful than the other eight ways we're cheating creatures into play and it means that you have to build your deck I, in, I, in like a i think I, I think it is it is it is insanely more powerful okay because oath of druids also doesn't require you to have the other combo piece in hand you don't need show and tell requires that you have the big thing to put in you can't you can't just have a grip of mana and show and tell and kill you. Whereas I, I can have mana and Oath of Druids and either lock you out from playing creatures, in which case the game will just go on, right? And I, I like I, I just get more draw steps, right? It is just a lock piece where you can yeah. no longer play creatures. Or I only have to literally like I like I can play one threat. We're in a we're in the format with four brainstorm. Like if I have it in my hand, I can can trip it back. It's not like vintage where you have to play two. Gri- oh my god, you got to play two. You got to play two Grizzlebrand in case you draw one. Oh no! I think over the Druids doesn't do anything healthy. All right. Well, uh, then let's move on to uh, a no from both of us for specific reasons. Uh, we both this is this was highlighted in purple, which means we we don't want to explain ourselves. Since the defining top. Yeah, I'll explain myself. Yeah. Urza Saga exists. Yeah. That's it. That's I it. mean, That's my, yeah, you're, I, I appreciate your exa- your reason. My reason is still because I'm sick of, I, I just don't want to see people going to time. And like, I know I, you have, I, I, I know I, you have I arguments against I that. I know it. that that still it is happens. Just, it is just made up. The, the idea no, that Sensei's worse. Divining, the idea that Sensei's Divining Top makes tournaments run longer than they w- they, they do without Sensei's Divining Top. Not for Divining you, top not for you specifically. Just, you know not, how to no, resolve your... Just, Top. Dude, dude, all of it still the format still goes to time. Every uh, go to any tournament, you're gonna see one player bouncing an Uro with Caracas and the other player just replaying the Uro for seven mana, and that just <laughs> going to time. There, it is, it is nonsense that Sensei's Divining Top is this like egregious time sink that causes tournaments to go longer, and that no other cards in existence or relatively in, uh, are here's, even close to it. It is here's it is, my counter it, it argument to that. Nonsense. Phil. Here's my it counter is, argument. It to is that. nonsense. My counter argument is that you're probably correct, but this card got banned because it was an issue when the best thing you could be doing was playing Counterbalance and Sensei's Divining Top, which increased the number of people. Playing Sensei's Dividing Top and Counterbalance. So when they looked at that data and they were like, yeah, I, I mean, you know, we're going X minutes over time or whatever or whatever or this. Like when they looked at the data, the number of people playing the cards that were going to time were increased because it was the best deck in the format. Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're playing Mirrors, if you have one player that knows how to play the Mirror, that player is I'm just, just saying, to... like, Mirrors it, are it no, is, I'm just it, saying it, that... To, to... If, if it, you it, increase it, the number of people playing the deck, like if Delver's not a deck that goes time, but if Delver was going to time for some reason, Delver would have gotten banned because they would have been like, nope, everyone in the format get is here. playing no Delver way. No way. constantly, like, Ur- and it's Ur- constantly not going to time. Urza's not banned. Four color, like, no, four I'm color saying, deck, like, four, if four Delver color Secrets was, four color was the perceived reason that people thought that Delver Secrets yes. was, was going to time, I, they would have banned. Think, I think we all need to grow up. And knowing knowing that we have the awareness, knowing that we have the awareness that the perceived reason is not the reality. Maybe you hated playing against Sensei's Divining Top because it let your opponent do dexterity things that looked like they were taking more game actions. Yeah, like I mean, I I will gladly allow you to unban it. Uh, I I still put it as no. I still said don't unban Sensei's Divining Top. I know, I know. Specifically because Urza Saga for my money. You can have Sensei's Divining Top if we add chess time clocks to, ma- to uh, magic tournaments. It can be done. I, I, dude, fucking... You, you, guys, chess you, tournaments? Can, you can keep Uro. 
if you if we have chess clocks unbelievable like, i i like <laughs> oh my god it is just such it is such fallacy it is just right. made up it is go clamp Skull Clamp. You said no because of Urza Saga. I sort of agree with you here. Turns out Urza Saga exists. <laughs> can't have I said, it. I Sorry. said yes because you I, can't I mean, have. I, you are not allowed to have a cool toy if Urza Saga exists. Can't do I it. I don't think. Can't I don't think cool one toys. mana for two cards is going to change much in my uh, in my one mana for two cards deck. But uh, perhaps in other decks, it, yeah, it, dude. It's, yeah. it's would worth you play? It. Would you play a one mana draw two? I don't know. I would. One mana draw two in this economy. I have I have eight of them in my in my deck. So I mean, maybe wow. I throw in one, a nine. One right? one mana draw two. Nine cast. Get out of here. Well, you would just like, call it nine cast at that point, right? Urza, Urza, Urza saga. Urza saga is th- this is going to be the case forever as long as Urza saga exists. Yep. Uh, similar to how a lot of things will just be on the block because of days. If they ever print a a threat. A like tangible threat that Urza Saga can just pull out. It will not see the light of day unless Urza Saga goes. Okay. Like Urza Saga. Urza Saga creates a, syst- a a systemic issue with every one mana artifact or zero mana artifact that they print. Henceforth. Uh all right. Yeah. I mean, I agree. <laughs> Don't. I. I, I want to keep Urza Saga. I like playing with that card. <laughs> that said, uh, the next item up for next item up for bids is survival of the fittest i said yes you said no tell us why you said no i said no for the same reasons that it got banned in the first place i mean is it too slow for the format probably so like on 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 power level reasons is it too good probably not is my opponent being able to pick up their deck every turn any different than the arguments for sensei's divining top not really is underworld breed or is uh, underworld is survival of the fittest going to open up any new decks in a meaningful way that is interesting or changes gameplay all that much i don't really think so just like if i had i I get that it might be too slow like a two-minute enchantment that just put you down a card might be too slow for the format probably is too slow for the format but every turn that survival sits on the table meaning that my entire deck is now in my hands i don't know i think if if birthing pod cost one less mana and wasn't didn't require life points to activate and also didn't restrict the kind of thing it could get would it be too good would it be interesting i mean it would be it would be too good because it puts them into play (laughs) I, i i don't think that survival of the fittest is is too strong on power in the format that we exist in i just don't think that it's going it to do I don't think that it's going to do anything healthy for the format in that like if I have survival my deck is in my hands for the rest of the game and I think that that it's not promoting well, I, I mean I think play. what 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 would happen is you you would find madness decks that were being played more that and that's kind of it um and that that's the only reason that I said I would unban it because like that'd be just a different deck is like the what what eight eight walla you know i mean honestly like if survival of the fittest came off honestly it, it, i expect what it would probably do is the the graveyard stuff that it enabled with vengevine you're probably just a worse gak deck and yeah. if and and if the the stuff came off people would probably look at it and then turn over and look at the green sun zenith and go oh wait a minute i'm just gonna play green sun zenith instead i mean granted like you can get any creature it's not it's not limited to green creatures it, it is one of those things where when i think about what it would be like to both play with and against survival of the fittest it's just not interesting it's just not interesting gameplay match to match in my mind right you're a toolbox of answers and you just always have the answer your draw step means nothing. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, the next card, uh, I said no to, but I wanted to explain myself. Renin 6 is a no plus. Uh, Renin 6, I think, could come off only in a scenario where, like, Delver isn't the best deck. And that's going to take a lot of changes. So I, I just, 
I think that Renin Six is it sucks that like the Renin Six plus Wasteland equals like just it's insanely broken because now with Arkham's Astrolabe gone, there's not a natural predator to like to that sort of deck. But I think the card, the idea of that card is interesting. I just think that like they're, they're, they missed something. There's like there's some way to what do you balance mean they missed something. They missed everything. <laughs> they missed literally everything. Every yeah, I, single mark on this card they missed. Fair what enough. an egregious piece of shit fuck up Renin Six was. The fact <laughs> that it's still legal in any format is unbelievable. What what a what a heinous heinous nonsense piece of shit Renin Six is. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about Yogmoth's bargain. You said yes. Yeah. What's Yogmoth's bargain gonna do? Nice six drop, idiot. Yeah. I mean, I I agree. I agree with you on this. Uh, that that it doesn't change anything, but also like. The stuff that it does enable, I, d- I don't want anything to do with. That's, Go that's ahead. Just put, Yogg Mog, put Yogg's bargain into play. If you did, I was already f 6 and dead to literally anything else you could <laughs> yeah, have done. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Um, And then uh, Zerda the Dawnbreaker, I said yes with a caveat of, and that's the, the companion caveat. And and that's, we've already discussed that. So I think, I, I think that kind of covers everything. Uh, we had some yeses. We had some noes. Uh, I'd like to know what what anybody else thinks. If you have any any comments on you know uh, any of the, our our points that were somewhat salient over the cast, please put them down below. Uh, if you do comment below uh, or you join our Patreon, uh, you will also be included in our uh, weekly raffles. Uh, we got the uh, Magic 30th Anniversary Advent Calendar, and I'm just raffling uh, two of those off every week now. Last week's is about to go in the mail, uh, so that's I that part's believe, done. I, I just can't believe that you were like, yeah, let's unban Time Vault. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I can't, uh, you 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 just earnestly were like, yeah, four of Time Vault. What could happen? What could uh, I mean, it, wrong? It, it was, it was. All right. All right. You know what? I, I, you know what? Because, because you, because you were like, yeah, Time Vault. Let's take a, yeah, just, just take off contract from below. Just get that shit in here. Get that, get contract playing, from below back in the People have to start playing Crumble again, man. Comment, like, and subscribe. Uh, if you want, join our Patreon. Hit us up in Discord. Join our Discord. It's it's right down below. I'm going to make sure that I uh, update that link so that everybody can get into Discord, chat with us. Uh, aside from that, I think that's it for this week. Uh, everyone have a good one. Happy New Year. Yo, what up? It's Voice of Phil up on the track. And you know, we just keep talking about it. We keep talking about it. Talking about it. So I figured, you know what? Let's fucking talk about it. Let's fucking talk about it. We're talking about it. Strap in, because we're talking about it. Looky, 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 what did we just top deck? Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense. Put the best card in our hand, exile a fetch land. Crack it and stack it and pack it in, let's talk about the bands. Watsy, 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 let us have a little chat. I got an offer, you can't refuse to treasures off the stack. But seriously, consider it and open up the shed. You whip out the band hammer, I will quip a Twitter thread. Expressive iteration gone, what's gonna happen now? Same story as Dreadheart Arcanist, Oko Thief of Crowns. Same thing as Treasure Cruise, Larissa the Dream Den, Deathrite Shaman, Ren and Six. Why we keep pretending? Burrow lays in wait just to bring upon his wrath. There's a saga building, Kashuk's power level, different class. To bury you know set, draw engines and log pieces. How the fuck am I the only player who seems See this. The problem is systemic, it goes back to Innistrad Cheap threats, days, wasteland, that's the problem child The cards I said before, they've all been in Delver But forcing down with Uro and Sagavan, remember? Burkhead on the block? Fucking see what happens The best deck will just adopt the next new best plan of action I don't have all the answers, but what we're doing, it ain't working Can we all at least agree to have a future that's uncertain? 
Try a simple platter of the format of Bimoto Where a different card is banned to collect data to look over You don't even have to share it Transparency is so hard But maybe your next band announcement will hit the correct card Oh, fuck, man I don't, I just don't know Fuck it, just hit the hook, bro Just hit the hook What it do? Look at, look at, look at what it, we just top deck Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense With the best card in our hand, exile the fetch land Crack it and stack it and pack it in, let's talk about the fans Look at, look at, look at what it, we just top deck Expressive iteration, about to create some nonsense With the best card in our hand, exile the fetch land Crack it and stack it and pack it in, let's talk about the fans